is sweet from my head to my feet. People are going to think we're just incredibly random when we start these episodes. I know, There's just no thought. What we do, there isn't. And we, we're letting people in. Kyle, we let people into our lives. That's what we do. That's what people are interested in. Uh, this is about parasocial relationships. It's true. Po- podcasts are about parasocial relationships you form with the host. You want to get to know us. You want to be part of us. So, so right now we're eating the um, buttered popcorn jelly bellies that were apparently procured at the Ronald Reagan uh, Presidential Library. They by, taste by, like freedom. Katie. Do they taste like freedom? It's so, like America. So Katie maintains that these are the best. They're pretty good. I think they're good. I don't think they're the best. I think best is really strong. <laughs> but I think they're pretty good. Okay, I'm going to have uh, three more. Three <laughs> is a lucky number. <laughs> and the rest are yours. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you. So we're talking about... Um, gosh, how do we intro this? Is it offensive to be eating while we're doing You know, I I, I didn't realize how much it was going to be, and I was eating while I watched it, and I had to stop. I had to stop eating and stop the movie. Yeah. Because I became pretty nauseous, like actually nauseous. And I'm not very... You know, I like my my eating. I'm not easily put off my food. But we have to give the Putting You Off Your Food Award to Society of the Snow, which is a movie that we're reviewing this week, uh, which is about... um, the crash in 1973, yeah, of uh, a Rug- Chilean rugby team, yeah, or no, Chile. no, an Uruguayan rugby team Uruguayan. on its way to Chile. Chile, yeah, they crash in the Andes Mountains, crossing the, the, the magnificent, gorgeous, imposing Andes Mountains. Yeah. As as man versus nature is, I mean, you can't do uh, better than the Andes Mountains, as they just are haunting. They're a haunting landscape. And some of these motherfuckers survived. 16 Spoiler of them. alert. Some of these motherfuckers survived, which is amazing. It is yeah. actually amazing. It is an amazing... I can tell why this is a story that people come to, they come back to. Yeah, that was adapted as a live in the yeah. 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a story that has gotten a lot of attention, understandably so. Because it's a wild fucking story. People don't usually survive plane crashes even now. Very uncommon for people to survive plane crashes. No. Uh, always very catastrophic. Uh, certainly for them to survive and survive under these conditions for over two months is uh, is a phenomenal story. Uh, Miracle? I mean, I, I mean... <laughs> the movie lands kind of hard that it's not. I mean, I'm not sure about the philosophical content of the movie. We can get into that. Yeah. I mean, it is a miracle in some sense. It's very improbable. Right? Very improbable. Yeah. Um I'm not a religious person, so I don't I don't see the intervention of a divine hand here. You'd you'd think it would have entered earlier if there was. Well, yeah, I mean, we we can talk about the problem of evil. You know, we can get back into your your uh, your Catholic education, <laughs> right? Um, like how how would a how would a uh, God allow for such evils in the world? Theodicy, right? Th- that's a we could go there for sure, but uh, I don't know that that's really. The best use of our time. No, I, I, I think it, and, and of course, I think it, it, even though it dabbles and presents some ideas of that, it, it that's not its preoccupation. It's not its focus. It is about the indelible human spirit and that it can keep going under incredible odds and just disastrous, tragic events. And 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 they they even talk about it that it's it's not even a spirit of survival. At one point, they go numb. They just don't. They start not caring about what they're doing or how they're doing it. They just find that rhythm, 
and it that that is in, in part of it that's part of this like determination and survivalism that it's uh surveying and it's uh it's uh i mean harrowing i think is the right word for the movie it's a harrowing story there's no question this is a very harrowing movie right i mean we got off we just got off talking for several weeks um quite a bit about zone of interest right which takes a very interesting approach to talking about horror yeah talking about about the horror of what humans experience and in that case what humans do uh that movie kind of takes like it almost like it grazes the surface of the thing in a very interesting way it like takes a very interesting slice of the thing not the slice maybe you'd think to take not the first most obvious slice to take this movie takes the opposite approach it goes straight into the guts literally yeah yeah of the situation and it is a hard watch it is a hard watch it is a tough sit and i don't know to how much of a reward it is i i i i'm not saying that depicting these things and their authenticity is uh is the wrong sort of choice i'm not i'm i'm saying that it doesn't lack a sense of delicacy to to the to the to the dead like I, even though even though there is a littering of uh, consumed bodies uh, as the story goes along, I think that. Oh yeah, the movie, the, this movie is not prurient, right? Yeah, no. this, you're not going to watch this. This isn't like some horror movie where you see something gross. And you're like, ooh, how titillating, how interesting. <laughs> that is not what this no, is. Not that at is all. not what this is. This no, movie no. is this movie is in shying away, but it also is not. Um, yeah, there's nothing prurient about this. No, movie. no, no. It is a, a devastating. Uh, look and and uh, unvarnished like look at uh, human survival in the the most terrible of circumstances and uh it i mean it treats it treats the dead with with some grace and with littering their names you know across the screen as as they are detached from this world um and Long before, long before it ter- takes a turn for the for the unspeakable and the unspeakable acts that uh, some people take, it's uh, it, I yeah. I don't I just don't know what how much value I get out of it, even though it it has it has a sense of dedication, it has a sense of realism, and it has a sense of why what it wants to say, but I don't know h- how much is it needed. I That's, just don't see, know. See, this is an interesting question, right? Because this is a very strange movie to talk about. Because yeah. I don't know really what my critique of it is. Uh, yeah, it's it's hard. Because, I, like, cinematically, I think it's very effective. I mean, it's very disturbing and hard to watch. Yeah. I think that the cinematography is excellent and well executed. Uh, I think some of the, like breaks for philosophical musings maybe i could kind of decide well you know but i'm sure those people had those conversations right i mean fuck they were sitting around for day after day i'm sure they talked about everything you can imagine yeah Yeah. including all the different moral and pragmatic elements of their own predicament so any particular slice of conversation you want to take out like none of it seemed to me to be like unrealistic no no, conversation i can't imagine them having had um I mean, it was so effective that I had to stop watching it. I, I know we both watched it in kind of chunks. Yeah, yeah. I watched the first half. I feel like every time and... I say something like chunks, I feel like it's just like <laughs> I feel like there's so many like potential terrible puns. Yeah, I, I was thinking. I was thinking we're calling the movie hard to digest. <laughs> uh, it really is. Um, but so it's very effective, right? Because it's clearly trying to do it, and it does it. 
I, I, I think it boils down to this question. I was thinking about it while while watching it the first half because I had to stop. I did have to stop. And and I probably could have continued, and honestly, it was just late. That's why we, we paused it. And it was like, well, there's over an hour left. We should probably just pause it. It's a long, it's over it's, two hours, 2.20. It feels, yeah, it, it really, it's, it goes there. It, it's going to give you the whole experience. I I keep lingering on this question about suffering and its depiction and what aspects of suffering are are worth exploring in the cinematic project. Um, oftentimes it becomes exploitative and sometimes uh, demeaning. Uh, I can think of a lot of Holocaust films that run down this road. I wouldn't put Schindler's List necessarily in that category, but I think it's the inspiration of this category. I think Spielberg handles it deftly. I think he handles it in suggestive terms and then direct terms. I think his is more poetic. But then we come to movies such as like Boy in the Striped Pajamas, and it lingers on an idea of suffering. It's it uses it as an exploitative melodramatic material, and I don't think it's needed. I don't think surveying human suffering in its just direct visage is the best way to to contemplate it. I I, I think of the uh, Mel Gibson's Passion of the Christ as well. It's like is is that the most pertinent idea of Christ, or is Martin Scorsese's you, Last Temptation of Christ just wildly more interesting because it's contemplating something about Christ, not just putting you through the process of suffering, the stations of the cross of suffering. I don't know how much value you get out of this experience. That's what I'm lingering on. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it does... It does. It's funny, right? Because that does suggest something prurient or pornographic about it, right? Well, and and, and I'm not. I like J. A. Bayona. I I think he's a very good filmmaker, and and his his uh, skills are incredibly used here. He he has made a couple movies uh, that that people might know. Um, one one about uh, was a Spanish. Um, reflection on an orphanage called the orphanage and it was a horror element about the lingering effects that 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 has in the history uh, it's it's it was produced by Guillermo del Toro and uh, very much enhanced by that hand but he also did another disaster film called the impossible with Ewan McGregor and Naomi Watts and it was about the the tidal wave the typhoon um, in Asia the uh, Thailand Thailand in Thailand and uh, much like the sequence where the wave hits and you see people getting their legs broken uh, underneath the water as they crash into cars and crash into tree branches. Um, another harrowing, um, unedited, very honest experience. Uh, obviously very effective. I think the plane crash in this movie is so horrifying to watch. Yeah. But the more... maybe. maybe- best plane crash like in that sense or the most Whoa. like most sort of fully rendered fully rendered perhaps yeah, yeah I, I mean, mean I, i've never seen a plane crash done that way just from a but like i said from a technical standpoint there's a lot of shit going there on is. here that you have to look yeah. at and say well that's impressive i think it's the choice to just not exit there is it's it's just monotonous and then it becomes 
this more exploitative factor. I, I'm not saying it is in that way. I think it has higher aims. I think its skill is present. I just don't know to what effect lingering within the suffering to belabor the point of starvation, of cannibalism, of madness, disease, uh, delusion, suffering, all of it. I just don't know. I, I, and again, I, I don't. I think it's because, and, and this, this might even speak to its power, is because I'm just still wrestling with it. I, I just finished it uh, not, not too long ago before you came. And yeah, you, thankfully, when I stepped in, you were past all the worst parts. I was. I, mean, yeah. I don't. I don't need to watch a lot more people eating people. Oh yeah. It was. Uh, it was in the tail end. It was in the uplift. Um. Yeah, I just don't know. It's it's powerful. But I became numb to it, and and maybe that's part of it. You know, these these men became numb to the horrors as well, and maybe the process is is about be, being disgusted, having that conflict within you, understanding, and then becoming numb, and then you know you hope you you cheer for them at the end. Although I was pretty numbed by by it, like I don't know how much cheer I had in me. Yeah. Yeah, this is a tough one. It's this tough. is a tough one because I, I just, you know, I, I often say, right, if you're going to depict something, you should depict it, right? I feel this way about violence. I feel yeah. this way about, you know, the catastrophic violence that we always see in movies. Um, I mean, there's a place for cartoonish violence yeah. in cartoonish movies. But in a serious movie, the violence... I think make it look real, make it, you know, don't, you know, you know, I, I always think a movie with like small amounts of intense violence is more effective than just kind of broad based sort of yeah. violence. Right. Really something that really sort of weighs the impact of and the, the significance of an act of violence, right. Which is so earth shattering, right. When it happens. So out of context, I mean, so out of character, right? So this movie certainly doesn't shy away from depicting what happened, right? Or depicting a very graphic version yeah. of what happened. And it does so in a way that's visceral and disturbing and maybe does the most you could imagine it doing to put people in the mindset of or the sort of like you said i mean maybe we're supposed to be numb right they were numb i don't know i don't know i mean i guess i guess the the point maybe that you're that i would make and maybe that you're hinting at or whatever just to what end, you know, to what end, yeah. right? Because we could depict any bit of suffering, right? There's so much suffering. Yeah, there, there is, yeah. Whether it's, you know, Christ carrying his cross, right? Or these people enduring the unendurable. People in a concentration camp being gassed. You know, people anywhere in the world right now who are having a bomb dropped on them, right? Whatever you think about the underlying politics of any of that, it's yeah. horrifying. Horrifying. Indeed. A bomb gets dropped on your house. Right? Yeah. 
How about your neighbor's house? And then <coughs> you you feel the impact, and you have to also see yeah, it, witness yeah. it. So, so yeah. So people to, at, at this very moment are living in war zones, right? And they're, they're enduring a tremendous horror. So the story is known. It's had a movie made about it already. Uh, it is... This is the first time it's done in their uh, native tongue. It, 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 it's the first That's time good. it's been explored. I mean, we obviously know that I'm a fan of people speaking... <coughs> excuse me. Speaking the right language in movies. And I will say, even though I feel like... I don't know. I feel like this... this Again, it's so much of the same thing within the context of a film that this story might have worked better maybe as a miniseries. And I'm not saying because we need three episodes of suffering throughout, but you're able to maybe go to each character, maybe divert it into a sense of who they were. Maybe they survive, maybe who they become. You know, you break up the monotony of the story. Um, we because we all know the story, because we all know that it happened, we know a lot of these people died, but we know that some people survived, and it is miraculous, it's improbable, it's uh, f- fascinating in, in its way, and, and certainly that's that's where the crux of the the lift comes through. But I don't know, I feel, I feel like, was it the right presentation for this, for this story? And has movies, have movies been the right presentation for this story? I feel like because none of these were known actors, and well, and I should say, and I should preface, maybe not known to me. And I do watch a lot of movies. I watch, I even watch, watch Chilean movies. movies. I watch Ar- Argentinian movies. Uh, I can't necessarily say I watch Uruguayan films, but he, Jay Bayona, is a Spanish filmmaker, and I've seen many of his films, even in the Spanish language. And so, well, yeah, no, I'm I, sure I, it was a conscious choice to use. You don't want to throw one star actor in no, the middle of all those. They have people, to. They have right? to be equitable because it's, they are all equitable it's, it's, in the experience. It, yeah, it, that would have been a you know. That, so, but let's what I said. Like this movie, I, I can't. I can't tell you that there's any technical error here. Not, not certainly not with the casting. Like I said, I like that they speak Spanish. I always think in movies people should speak the language. Mm-hmm. If it's about a real thing, they should speak the real language. Yeah. I hate it when they make them speak always speak English. Yeah, for market reasons, I hate that. I think that's weak, and I'm on the record thinking that it's weak. <laughs> so I like that. I like the way it's. I, I like the cinematography. I like. Gorge, it's, it is a I, gorgeously I like shot the, film. Um, very effective. But, but I think that one one thing you you know, what's the new thought that you're going to have when you watch this movie? Like, what's the what's the revelation? What's the what's the moment of you know. I mean, some one one thing. If you're going to go to this material, right, which is just so, it's just so hot. You know, it's just so hard to handle, right? Yeah. You know, what what for what purpose do you go to it? Yeah, right. And if the movie leaves us both feeling a bit hollow, well, I guess we could say, yeah, maybe that's the point, right? Maybe we're maybe. supposed to feel that way and so effective, right? I don't, and then question I don't if know. that's the goal, right? Yeah. Or you can say, well, why go there, right? Because any act of you could go to any act of suffering, right? Of which, like you know, like I said, there are so many unspeakable ones happening all the time, everywhere. You got to go there for some purpose. Yeah. You got to go to that material for some purpose. And 
it's a little bit of a cop out to say you're just going there because we just got to confront this. We don't have to confront this. Mm-mm. Which is not to say that we shouldn't have to confront horrors at times. No, right? no, yeah. But fuck, I mean, you talk about talk about Jesus, right? Jesus was crucified. Mm-hmm. Right? Crucifixion is a brutal way to kill someone. Just oh, yeah. insanely brutal. Right? Yeah. That's why they did it. Horrific. Torturous. Right? Torturous to have someone just like asphyxiate. That's how you die in a yeah. crucifixion. That's why when they, you know, when the soldier stabs Jesus, that's an act of that's an act of mercy. Yeah. Right, because yeah. always he's just gonna asphyxiate under his own weight up yep. there. Yeah, public torture, right? Public torture is a form of execution. It's like, yeah, you could depict that, and yeah, it's horrifying. Uh, and it's a pro- and, and, and Jesus wasn't the only one crucified, even on that day. No, right? no, no, no. Many, many crucified <laughs> right? on that day. Right? They say so, three, but I'm sure it was yeah, many, I mean, many. It wasn't the wasn't the first one going to be the last, right? And. So, you know, obviously that's a very important story of suffering to a lot of people, right? But if you're gonna exp- if you're gonna really put the magnifying glass on the suffering, it just seems to me a little, a little facile, yeah. To say, well, yeah. yeah, you know, you this is what happened. You got to endure it. Yeah, it's an endurance test for sure. So. I just yeah, I'm I'm having trouble seeing it situated. Like why now to tell this story? Why retell it? Why focus so much on the harrowing? I'm obviously it's it's just what happened. It's true. It's it's not like he has and honestly, it's it's even more horrific than what is depicted. Like that's that is true. Like it's hard to show how these these men were a hundred pounds when they left. Like that's hard to even depict visually when you have People who are normal, like who are just normal bodies, yeah, and you're you not gonna can, try to kill yeah, them. Right? Yeah, you're gonna try to kill them. Yeah, you. And so, I don't know. Like, is it? I don't know. Is it a reflection of like the isolation and hardship of like the pandemic experience, like the world pandemic? No, like I, it's just. I, I just I don't, don't know. I don't think we're doing it any favors to read it as some kind of allegory. <laughs> I, I don't think that that's what it is. I think that would be worse in some ways. I agree. Like, like I think, in fact, if, if anything, I think the the movie is has the opposite message, which is that this was like a very singular thing. Yeah. Right. I think the raison d'etre for the movie, if we want to give it one, is to just look at something that is just so singular, and to think that there's a value there. Like, one mm. look at something so extreme, right? Go to this real bit of human extremity and just like. Just look at it and just sit with it and yeah. see what you, what you get out of it. But I definitely don't think it's an allegory for anything. No, yeah, I, I don't think so. I mean, they're thinking about, the, you know, you get moments of them thinking about, like, broader philosophical issues about God and what life means and why why they have to endure this. A lot, a lot about um, the giving of one's body to save their friends or family. Um, there's a lot of talk about that. Yeah, I mean, the mo- it's interesting, right? Because the movie centers the whole cannibalism thing, which I get. I have to say I would eat the people. I would not have any moral dilemma about this. It would be tough. I, I think Is that would- a pun? It would be definitely tough to eat. Uh, <laughs> well, honestly, it wouldn't be fucked up and gross. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess, I, you know, but... I, th- I think These I were would- religious people, right? These were all Catholics. Yeah. I think we, we. I mean, we don't know. Oh, oh no! I'm assuming they're all Catholics. That uh, like, oh yeah, likely sure. all Catholics, likely. right? They're all religious people to one extent or another, raised in a a Catholic, you know, 
heritage, right? I don't have that. It would be gross. I mean, there's a very good evolutionary reason why we have a, a disgust at the idea of cannibalism, right? Species that were really into cannibalism probably wouldn't have been selected for in the uh-huh. in the grand Darwinian tradition of uh, survival of the fittest. Yeah. Right? I understand why it's gross. I understand why it's disgusting. I wouldn't have found it a philosophical conversation, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but but it, the movie centers it very deeply. And as I, yeah. once again, I'm guessing it was central to their experience. It was I, such yeah, a absolutely the, the progression from being so reluctant to doing it, and not even caring about it, is this important bellwether of what they were going through and the you sort know, of d- numbness and desperation that they were experiencing. Well, and it's interesting. Now I'm kind of thinking about the idea of suffering as relation to Christ and and then the people on the plane the the idea of sacrificing oneself for for humanity that's the whole theology behind Jesus and coming down to have a human experience and human suffering um maybe they're trying to say there is something very we we, we don't we we have a hard time digesting this story um, God, I keep, us- I keep using. I keep using. You can't help it. I know it's just awful. Uh, we we have a hard it. time with it in the implications. Obviously, when people embrace them at first, like you know, they were glad they were alive. But then there's been these kind of conversations around it about would you eat? You know, because you 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 have said that you would, but there are people who would be probably steadfast in that idea that they wouldn't, but they haven't been through the experience. Yeah, they I mean, that's the silliest position. Yeah. I say I would never do it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it, but once again, does that point really need to be made? Right. No, I, I feel yeah. like. I mean, there are plenty of morally unsophisticated people in the world, but I, I would think it's it's table stakes to enter any meaningful moral conversation to think yeah. that under this circumstance, you might, I mean, I, I'm of the belief that everyone's capable of everything. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah. Everyone's, I mean, there are a few people in the world who are like truly psychotic, but most people aren't, right? The, the true psychotic is a real rarity. Yeah. Right. And a lot of times people who have really deep mental problems don't do anything criminal they just like make they just lead miserable and unpleasant yeah. lives right most people who do most terrible things are not are not mentally sick in the way that we think of someone who's mentally ill is right yeah. including you know nazis and cannibals and all this shit these are normal people um at least in the sense that i don't think they're so different that you know i guess i guess i what i'm saying and i've said this many times in many different ways People who just say, look at a situation like this and say, this especially, and say, oh, I could never do that, are just, that's just morally unserious to me. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. That person, I yeah. don't, I, I, at that point, I discount what they say. Sure. Yeah. That's, it's nothing, you have nothing to offer to the conversation yeah. because the idea that you could just never do that under those circumstances, which you cannot even begin to imagine. No. The only one who can say they'd never do it is the one who'd been through it and didn't do it. Yeah. That person can say it. Yeah. That's it. And there is like, only one or two of them in throughout the experience. Um, most of them do break. And uh, most of the, uh, and the character we follow, forget his name, Numa. Yeah. Uh, Numa. Um, and he, he I did is, like have the, having the narrator be someone who dies, by the way. Yes. I yeah. That was very nice, sunset Boulevard. I thought that was a nice little, um, little bit of trickery. Well, and, and yes, because we usually 
denote a, 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 an act of remembrance and that we are being graced with as one that lives. And uh, he, yes, I think it makes a very powerful statement, but also more powerful because he ta- he says, he's like, please have my like my body like and he's not the only one to do so but i think they're trying to focus in on that that there is just like the true value of 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 the human body experience and choice is this willingness to give all of oneself to the survival of people and maybe that's the act ultimately of its conclusion that 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 allows these them to tra- traverse the andes go west go to chile find some people save the rest it, he's not the only one but he signifies the kind of final moment and the final opportunity for them to do so so maybe it's about how much do we value and put ourselves in the human project itself and to each other maybe that's the lesson if I'm going to be really generous, because I think I should, I think the movie is incredibly well made. I think it has great vision. I do think it's a bit monotonous and belabored. Well, well, yeah, but that's, that's why I think I was thinking when I pointed out liking Numa being the narrator. Yeah, the movie doesn't really have any surprises. No, right. I mean, the movie is like very much what you think it's going to be, and it kind of just hits the same maybe two notes of a bit of philosophical reflection and just a lot of just nightmarish shit. Yeah. And just hits those notes over and over again until the end. Yeah. Because I don't know. It feel it feels like in the face of tragedy what do you do at first? You try and survive. Sometimes it's selfish. There the 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 rationalization for eating people is very quick in the movie. Um which which does spark debate. And I think that that, that is logical and reasonable. Um but it is it is a it is the act to survive. It is initially selfish. What it then turns into is something very selfless. It is just about if I'm not going to make it, I want you to make it. And I I feel like maybe that's uh, I hereby if you if you were in a live type <laughs> society of the snow type situation, I hereby give you permission to eat my body. Yeah, that's a, that's I that's hereby what it is. If anyone who's listening to this, if we get stuck in that. Go right ahead. Katie Katie gave me permission. You have I said my it was blessing. I said it was very that would be very you hard. have my blessing. But uh I don't know. I yeah, I think it it wants to say something about the spirit of survival. But then again, what does it mean? Is it is it for the self-preservation or is it for to give oneself so that others may Honestly, live? They I should, don't know. They should have made a movie about these guys after the they came back. Yes, I I imagine the process of getting rehabilitated and doing all that—that's that's its they own movie. They should have movie. picked an interesting cross section of those guys, you know, and seen did anyone like? I'm sure a lot of them were—they were all traumatized. Oh yeah. Did some of them do better than others? How did this person do? How did that person do? Then maybe you cut back to things that happened. I just think there's just a lot of ways they could have done this that would have been that would have maybe brought something and also new. yes, new. I and think that's nothing, that's there's crucial. Not, there's nothing you're going to watch and say. I mean, the story is very dramatic, but in terms of the way it, it plays out, I mean, some yeah. people live, some people die, they eventually get discovered. Yeah. You know, it's just not, there's not, um, it just feels so blunt. 
It is very blunt. It feels yeah. like a very blunt instrument. It is maybe. a blunt instrument, and maybe that's why I responded more more negatively to to something that I think is not not unpolished, not not well made. Like it, it, it is all those things. It it is very polished. It's very well made. It has. Uh, it's shocking to me that this shocking. shit is doing numbers on Netflix. It's one of the, it was one of the popular movies on Netflix. That I can't is, even that believe is it. Amazing. I'd like to know how many people get to the end. That's true. Don't tell me how many people start it. Yeah. Tell me how many people finish it. Mm-hmm. I mean, Netflix will never tell a shit. No. But I just transparency that, is not their it, strong suit. When it was trending, I'm like, whoa! <laughs> Can you imagine just sitting around just? Clicking around through all the tiles that are being offered to you on the Netflix home screen, be like, "Oh, I like snow. <laughs> I, I like, like that. Sounds nice." And even the description is like of the, the plane crash and they survive. Like, oh, what an uplifting tale! I'm. I would be surprised if people made pa- if you make it past the plane crash with the seats coming undone and people just like slamming into each other and breaking legs. Like it's. The noise, the sound design in this movie is just as relentless as the visuals. It's it's hard. This is a hard movie, and I, it, yeah, I'm having I a difficult it, it tells time. You what it is? It I'm, tells I'm, you what it is? I'm having a difficult time, essentially, like understanding the project. Like I, I don't know. Like it's gonna, it's vying for Spanish, uh, the Spanish language entry into the Academy Awards for Best Foreign Language Film, and I just, I don't know. The movies that are considered for that category, like Anatomy of a Fall or uh, Zone of Interest, is even in that category because it's a British produced. I find them to be more interesting because they're dealing with more complexity. This one is so direct, so blunt that you can only you can only engage with it on really one level, and it's just to endure it. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, I don't know. It's what do you? Yeah, that's it. That's, that's it. our take. That's our take. Enjoy our take. <laughs> um, real quick, Oscars come out tomorrow. Uh, who, gives <laughs> yeah, a fuck? who gives a fuck? I was gonna ask, did you have any like? Uh, did you have any? Oppenheimer's hopes? gonna hopes? win. Every, no, Oppenheimer's gonna win everything. I've got no hope. But it's uh, just nominations. Do you have hope for a nomination? Like uh, maybe what would uh, I like to see nominated Greta uh, Lee, maybe for Past Lives, Best Actress. Isn't she gonna get nominated at least? It's it's a question. Oh, it's a God, question. She should definitely get nominated. That's a that's a heavyweight category this year. It no, is. I mean, there are some. There's, I mean, Emma Stone, so good. Uh, uh, Sandra Huller, S- Sandra Huller, so good. Uh, who, who else? Who's been winning it? Margot Robbie's been getting up uh, for all the categories. Margot Robbie. I mean, Annette Bening. Uh, you, know, you know, I just, I just rewatched Barbie. I like Barbie. I, I know that I like that more than you. I like Barbie. I don't. I don't. Hey, maybe Barbie, I have to rewatch it. I mean, but I, th- I think you. I don't think it'll change your mind. I no. think I, I liked it about the way I remembered liking it, and I will probably not like it the way I remember remember not, not liking like it, it the way you didn't like it. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, oh, gosh, who would I? What's what's a reach that would make me happy? I don't know. I mean, they better give best animated to Boy and the Heron. I, I can't imagine giving it to anyone else. Yeah, it'll be nominated. Else. Um, I, I was thinking definitely be nominated. I was thinking of like maybe a, a far cry for best directors, Jonathan Glazer. I would like to see him up uh, for at least nominated for best director, but I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, what else? What else do we hope we'll get some? 
I don't know. I mean, it's it's just the thing feels so on rails, man. <laughs> I mean, what, what's what could happen? That's in, what, what's something that would be a pleasant surprise to you? I Glazer would... or anything? <clears throat> Glazer zone of interest. Yeah, that would be a pleasant surprise for me. I feel like, um, I'm trying to think now going through the movies, um, that I really loved, would love to see recognized. Um, yeah, it's hard to say. I, I, I think, I think some of the ones that are definite nominees are definite in the running. I cannot be too too com- I, I i i can't find too much disagreement with i think emma stone being in there for best actress sandra huller um who who was she won in, in who won the comedy other- um oh yes uh was it natalie portman no i don't think it was uh, natalie portman was up for the same category who won dramatic actress nah it doesn't matter who cares <laughs> who cares <laughs> uh yeah, I mean, Emma Stone's a good choice. Yeah, yeah. I love I mean, that performance. I love I'm, that movie. I'm glad Divine Joy Randolph will probably be nominated for Holdovers. Uh, I think the Holdovers would be up for, like, picture. Uh, it's possible he could be up for director. That would be actually nice. Um, I think that would be deserved. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's going to be a lot of Oppenheimer. We know this. Yeah, especially because I think Celine Song, who might who does deserve a directing nomination, will likely not get nominated. I think Greta Gerwig will get nominated, and I think Christopher Nolan will get nominated. And it kind of, like solidifies the 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 category uh, i mean she should totally be nominated i don't know we'll see i'm not i'm not very hopeful <laughs> i'm never i'm never hopeful I'm with the hope- academy awards i mean i mean the downey jr best supporting actor thing is the one that just blows my fucking he's mind. he's the front runner he's gonna win that just blows my mind i honestly i that i honestly don't understand i don't get it either no but yeah um Trying to think, it would be nice if uh, Messerschmitt got nominated for like the killer for like cinematography, but that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, um, I mean, all that isn't Oppenheimer just going to win all that stuff, all the technical stuff. Yeah, yeah, probably likely. I think I think it will win editing. I think it will win sound. I think it will win score. Um, likely cinematography though. It could go uh, to something else. Yeah, it's going to be a pretty dominant uh, year. <laughs> my sound design right there for for oppenheimer <laughs> okay he's kyle brule he does i know movies <laughs> and you don't i'm ben thielen i do dead reckoner i don't know i hope i hope you guys feel good i hope someone feels good by that i hope you feel good um oscars come out let us know what, what your are we snubs watch? and what, surprises what we watch next week? oh yeah what should we watch next Is there anything week? coming out anything um, good yeah. You should watch the fucking Beekeeper this past week. I got this movie and make us feel like shit. Yeah, I think I was it so right been. about the Beekeeper or even Mean Girls, which apparently sucks. Well, we got we got ISS. Or did that just come out? ISS just came out this last week. Next week is Miller's Girl. I haven't even heard of that. Oh, the Peasants. The Peasants looks interesting. If we can find it in a theater, that's. A convenient but it's um it's the guys who did oh my goodness what was it called but it the van gogh movie loving vincent loving yeah. vincent and they it is um they they shoot the movie and then they 
uh, hand paint the the frames. That uh, sounds like fun. Yeah, it's. It, I mean, it looks gorgeous. It's Poland's submission this year for uh, best foreign language film. I think it might be up for best animated film um, this year as well. Uh, and the, it's, so it's called The Peasants. I don't know where it'll be playing. I'll take a look. That would be my advocacy. Okay, let's see. Let's find it. Let's find that movie. All right, let's do it. Let's find it. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's bootleg a copy of it. <laughs> All right. Well, then we'll uh, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.